0: Greetings from Cyberdelic Space. This is Lorenzo, and I'm your host here in the Psychedelic Salon. And, uh, well, I thought that it would be fun to begin this year by playing a conversation that took place between the radio host, Art Bell, and Terrence McKenna. And this took place on the 19th of March in 1998, which was just two years before Terrence's untimely death. And I suspect that many of our fellow saloners have heard of Art Bell and his late-night AM radio program that was called Coast to Coast, but uh, if you're not uh, familiar with it, you uh, might want to go out and check it out. Uh, I don't have time to get into it right now, but Art and his show were extremely popular, and his support of Terrence's work was a really big factor in people outside of the psychedelic community learning about him. Of course, uh, since Coast to Coast frequently featured topics that were Uh, related either to the paranormal or to conspiracy theories, well, Terrence's talk about the Eschaton, DMT, and Machine Elves uh, fit quite nicely into their format. This was a uh, somewhat long conversation. Uh, The program uh, usually began at 1 o'clock in the morning Pacific Time, and while it ran until about 5 o'clock in the morning, Terrence's appearance was only for a couple of hours. And by the way, uh, even today, that program, uh, but with a new host, is the most listened-to program in that time slot, and uh, they get about 2.5 million people stopping by every night. So, uh, as to save you a little listening time, however, I've deleted all of the commercials that were run, but I have left the rest of the conversation intact, which means that, uh, well, there may seem like a little jump or a gap in the conversation from time to time where I cut a commercial out, but I don't think it should be much of a bother. So, uh, now let's join Art Bell and Terrence McKenna two interesting characters who are unfortunately no longer with us in person, but their conversation still lives on. And uh, so let's see what these two inquiring minds, a little more than 20 years ago, were speculating about how you and I would be living today. This full program will be available on the original Salon Feed on April 1st, 2019, and is available today on my Patreon feed. The following are a few sound bites from this podcast
1: well i've got three thousand books here with me and uh, this internet connection and i get about a hundred email messages a day so and and then every once in a while i pack up and go off and give lectures and travel in airliners and go to parties and uh, about 14 weeks out of the year that's what i'm doing uh, but my natural inclination is to be a hermit. And, uh, I don't think I mentioned it, but this forest that surrounds me is a climaxed, uh, subtropical Polynesian rainforest that's just radiant hmm. and beautiful. So, uh, it's, it's wonderful. I don't think I could live out here without the connection. That's why I spent so much effort put it together with the connection i think this is a model for the future i think as you know people in management positions not that i am but people in management positions will realize they can live anywhere in the world with these high speed connections and they don't have to drive to the office in a skyscraper downtown that's very retro i think it's i i think this is the great uh, unrecognized dimension in which an alien mind could approach us. While everyone's out staring at the Pleiades, uh, moving through the telephone lines and uh, across the cable TV networks and so forth, is a truly global nervous system, and uh, what will it make of us? Uh, Perhaps it's already taken over, Art. Perhaps perhaps uh, it has. And and it's it's listening
0: right now
1: to you, especially to you with your one megabyte uh, connection. Uh, he He can tell if you've been good or bad, so be good for goodness sake. I think we might discover that there really are uh, alien companions to the human experience but they're not around and it's fruitless to expect them to behave as though they had bodies and technologies that we can comprehend. I think it's much deeper and stranger and closer than people realize. I mean uh, people expect news of the UFOs to come to them through the mass media when in fact the psychedelic culture is willing to offer evidence that it's a it's a personal relationship and it never gets the imprimatur of official science and you never hold a press conference and the president never gives you a medal. But it doesn't mean that your connection into non-human intelligence through the imagination isn't real. But the imagination... It begins to look like some kind of faculty or sense, which humans have, which is non-local and which is telling them about the larger picture and trying to coordinate them with the larger picture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some, some cultures celebrate the imagination and some cultures um, seek to suppress it. Yes, it's something like that. I mean, when you have a hit of DMT, it's as though your imagination just turned on about 1500%. Uh, That's why the death by astonishment thing. I mean, yeah. we're used to, uh, I mean, a speed bump in the imagination of a person over 40 is an enormous thrill. Well, this uh-huh. is, you know, a 350-foot cliff. Uh-huh. So, uh, it, it's, Extremely impressive, And the way it approaches you is it is that which you cannot imagine. And in the space of about 15 to 30 seconds, that which you cannot possibly imagine becomes totally manifest all around you. Uh, and it is bizarre. I think one of the reasons uh, DMT aficionados are somewhat impatient with pop alien and UFO people is because the alien stories are so pedestrian and so ordinary (laughs) compared to the DMT experiences. The DMT experiences are convincingly alien. What these entities are trying to do is to teach uh, a kind of language which you see with your eyes, in other words, one of them will come up in front of you into the foreground mm-hmm. and make sounds which condense as visible objects, which then are transforming. And But these objects are uh, not like objects in this world because they're made of hope and consomme and bad puns and uh, old farts. And uh, and everything changing, everything transforming, like some kind of jeweled linguistic object become matter. That's you you are on. you are describing geometric entities then. Yes, of a sort. Psychedelic drugs, uh, Terrence, Why are they illegal? They're illegal because uh, the people who take them tend to question established cultural values. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely why they're illegal. No matter whether you're a Hasid or a Communist Party official in North Korea or a government or church official in Brazil, if you take psychedelics, you will ask yourself, does my life and what I do make sense? Uh, I think... You know, postmodern ideologies, Marxism, consumerism, so forth and so on, have based all their planning on an assumption of the absence of spirit. And in fact, this is not true. There is a spiritual dimension to humanness that cannot be denied. Now, it can certainly be distorted, and that's another side of things. But I think the search for psychedelic experiences represents a genuine religious impulse, uh, especially when pursued at the dose levels I recommend. (laughs) Uh, This is not uh, exactly, this is not party recreational stuff. The, The phrase recreational drugs is an effort to trivialize this. And I think for one reason, I don't think the government is ready for a full airing of the constitutional contradictions that are contained in suppressing people's genuine wish to use psychedelic substances for genuine purposes of religious uh, exploration. Uh, You know, I once heard politics in America described as a civil war in a leper colony. (laughs) Is that right?
0: Well, that should give you a little idea of what the rest of this talk was like. As you know, uh, in three months, I'll be adding the full edition of this podcast here on this original Psychedelic Salon podcast feed. However, if you're willing and able to support me as I continue to press on with both podcasting and writing, well, I'd really appreciate it. With a donation of only $1 a month, you'll be able to listen to these podcasts in full as soon as they're posted, and you'll be able to join in a weekly online live version of the Salon. Hopefully you'll see your way to adding your support to the ongoing work of the Psychedelic Salon. And for more information about how to do this, well, just go to psychedelicsalon.com and click the Patreon link at the top of the page. I hope to see you there.